Welcome to the Confidence Lounge podcast, where we cover all things confidence in life and business. I'm your host, Elise Conroy, and I'm on a passionate mission to help thousands of women across the world feel more confident from the inside out, because not on my watch am I ever going to watch another woman do insecure life and business again. So if you're ready to become your most confident self, mama, or businesswoman, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So grab your favorite beverage, get nice and comfy, and get ready to receive today's confidence injection. Welcome to week four of the Live Your Best Life Challenge. So this week, we are going to double down on your commitment to help you show up as future you now. So I'm going to be teaching you a really simple evaluation process to ensure that you're becoming the you who is living her best life every single day. So this is going to be super simple. I want you to grab a journal because we're going to be doing some work on you in real time. We're just going to see where you're at. We're going to see, are you making progress towards the goals that you set at the beginning of the year? Or have you been micro quitting? No judgment either way. We're just going to get honest about where we're at. So if we need to regroup, now is the time to do exactly that. But first, I want to celebrate you all. I am dying over how much you all are killing it with this challenge. I came home from the DR and my inbox was literally flooded with update after update after update after last week's Book It Challenge. So I had people tell me they booked a solo retreat to Bali, which is something I know this person, she said she was never going to do that. She did the damn thing. I had updates about taking day trips. Someone booked sessions with a personal trainer because their goal was to get in shape. We had people booking professional organizers. I had one of my clients say, I finally booked the meeting with my boss to ask for the raise and the promotions. Somebody booked a consult with me. I had another client who calendared a spa day, a yoga class, and a spin class because that just sounded delicious to her. I had someone reach out and tell me that they booked a meeting with a functional nutritionist to really get their health in check. We had people who were doing family clean out days. I had someone tell me that they finally booked a day to have their conversation with the hus- with their husband that they've been putting off forever and ever and ever. And she's so excited to finally do the scary thing that she has been avoiding for years. I had more updates about people actually calendaring time to have sex, right? Like literally whatever sounds delicious for you, whatever sounds like, oh my God, this is my best life. Put it on your calendar. Go back and listen to week three because it's all about taking the action to truly live your best life. We are putting action behind the words. You are actually stepping into making this your reality and seeing all of these updates. I was literally just like weeping over here. I'm like, oh my God, like get it ladies. I'm so proud of every single one of you who is committed to this challenge because you are giving your current self, your future self, your family, your friends, everybody around you the most beautiful gift by doing this work on you now because all you're doing is setting yourself up for success, right? And the beautiful part is only you can do this for you. So congratulations. Let's keep this going. We're going to do some evaluations today to make sure you are on track. And I know a lot of you have been asking about my trip. So let me give you a quick update before we dive into today's challenge. So the DR. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was the epitome of me living my best life. Like if you followed some of the stuff that I posted on Instagram and some of the stuff I shared on Facebook, you could just see it in my body. Like I have not seen that type of energy in my body on a trip in so long, but I just felt so free. I had so much fun. I was surrounded by the most incredible sights. Like people were asking me like, oh, how was the Dominican Republic? I'm like, can't tell you that much about the DR, but the resort we stayed at was amazing. It was definitely one of those trips. We didn't leave the resort at all, which was the goal. And typically, 
typically like when we go to an island, we'll rent a car, we'll rent a house. But this trip was all about the just being pampered and feeling like we were in just the lap of luxury and feeling taken care of because, you know, having food ready at any moment, we could just go eat when we wanted. There were people coming to take care of our room. We had literally the most beautiful bathtub on our balcony that I could just jump in and relax in at any moment. The water was steps away from our balcony. It was just incredible. And the color of this water. Oh my God. That was why I picked this resort was this like beautiful whitish pinkish sand and this water. I had the sunshine on my face. I was just wrapped in warmth and coming from LA right now. It has been so dreary. It is so cold. It was in the 20s and 30s while we were there. That is just, I'm like, what? What is happening to Los Angeles? But it was just nonstop laughter, nonstop moments. Like watching Micah experience this was absolutely incredible. There were so many incredible moments with Mr. Soul Makeup. I just, I can't even say enough incredible things about this experience. And I, when we were going to leave, I was literally crying because I'm like, I don't want it to ever end. And as much as I wanted to come home and just, you know, get back to life and get back to work and working with my clients and seeing everybody and talking to you. I really did not want this experience to end. And I know when I get that sad about an experience ending that it was a remarkable time because that emotion wouldn't be coming up if I wasn't attached or connected to the moment and didn't want it to end. So I definitely was weeping as we got into our car to take us to the airport because I'm like, no, I just want to stay on this beach forever. And if they sold condos there, I'd totally move in. It was just the most remarkable resort. Oh God, so good. So I just can't say enough incredible things about this experience. It was such a beautiful way to celebrate turning 40. It was such a beautiful way to celebrate Mr. Soul Makeup's birthday while we were there. It was just perfect. Couldn't have changed anything about it to make it any better. So it was interesting because coming back, I had a message from somebody and she's like, you're so lucky. And the thing that I told her, I want to share this with you because this wasn't luck. This experience was not luck. It was intention. I intentionally set this as a goal to celebrate my birthday in a remarkable tropical location at a luxurious resort where I could be pampered, where I could feel so supported and taken care of. And this was not luck. I don't live my life by chance. I don't live my life by luck. I don't really believe in that. I truly believe that we are all in the driver's seat of our destiny. And when I set the intention, of course, it was going to come become my reality because that's what I do. Whatever it is that I set out to do, I do. I make it happen, right? This is what I teach people how to do inside the CAN program. We take confident action now to make whatever it is that you want your reality. That's the whole point of us doing this challenge together is so you can have the same tools to do the same thing. So if you're sitting back looking at anybody's life and thinking, oh, that person is so lucky, they're not lucky. They are choosing to do this for themselves right? You might be lucky if you like go on a game show and win a trip, right? That might be luck. But still, to me, that's still not even luck because you decided to go on the game show. You decided to put yourself in that situation. So, you know, I just don't leave things to chance. I don't leave things to luck. I don't subscribe to that mindset because to me, that's putting my control to the side and saying, oh, I just have to sit back and let whatever life's going to give me happen, right? That's not how I do life. I take control over every single thing that I want to do and I actually make that happen. And I invite you to take that same approach with life because then you will be on your own version of this type of trip thinking, oh my God, I did this for myself. And there is no better feeling than knowing that you are the woman who gives herself everything she's ever wanted in her life. Knowing that you are the woman who has taken the action to live her best life, right? Like this is not luck. This is intention. This is strategic. This is conscious. I'm not in a place of life where I'm just on autopilot sleepwalking through life. No, I say, this is what I want to do. This is how I want my life to look and feel. These are the experiences I want to have. And then I go create that for myself. So let's make sure you feel empowered to take the same approach with your life. Because when I think of why I created this challenge, 
It was to help you get intentional about living your best life, right? I want you to feel so excited to live your life. I want you to think of your life and be like, oh my God, like this, I've won the jackpot in life. This is how I want you to feel about your life, right? Because so many of us live our life feeling like our experience in this life is some sort of punishment. We don't believe that we have the power to change the things that are happening and we operate in this kind of victim mentality, like you're just a victim to your circumstances. But you, my friends, you're not a victim. You are in full control over your destiny. And remember, the whole entire goal of this challenge was in 31 days or less, you can become the woman who is confidently living her best life. So that was the whole purpose of why we're here together today. So I want you to I want to help you take the action to make this your reality. Because remember, it takes 21 days to create a habit. So future you is so much closer than you realize. So if you're doing everything that we've talked about in this challenge thus far, by the end of this month, this will be your reality. You will just be the woman who is living her best life. That will be your new normal. Things happen fast. When you get into alignment, when you start making decisions, when you say, this is what I want and I'm going to go do it, of course, that's going to be your reality. So let's bring her out. So whether you want to make more money, lose weight, have more time, get your house clean, take the trip, get your health in order, end a relationship that's holding you back, get support to work on yourself, advance a skill, to feel good enough in your own skin without having to lose a pound, to be a more present parent, whatever it is that you want. This is available to you right now. So I want to start off this evaluation by doing a quick visualization with you. So the purpose of this visualization is just to allow you to really experience your life through a different lens to see if you like what you see. And we're going to look at this through your life as a whole and your life thus far in 2024. And I want you to just be the observer, like be curious, just imagine yourself observing your life and seeing how it feels to actually look at your life. Are you excited to see this, right? Or if is, is it something where you're like, oop, <laughs> we've got to make some changes. So I want to do this visualization for you because once again, if you've already started to stray away from your goals, if you're already starting to think, oh no, I can't do that. What was I thinking when I set that goal? That was too big, whatever it is. I want to bring you back into the driver's seat because once again, you are in full control and you are one decision away from having the exact reality that you want right now. Okay, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to get super comfy and all you have to do is just close your eyes and listen to my voice. So we're going to do this quick visualization together and I want you to know whatever comes up, whatever you feel, whatever you experience, you are meant to experience in this visualization. So don't judge it. Just get curious. Don't take yourself out of the visualization because you're starting to overthink things, right? Just be present with my voice. That's all you have to do. There's no right or wrong way to do this. Just bring yourself back if you start to stray away or indulge in thoughts and just come back to my voice. All right, so I want you just to get 10 to 15% more comfortable. If you want to lay down, you can lay down. Whatever feels good right now is perfect. So I want you to close your eyes and let's just ground into this current moment and get super, super present by taking a big, deep breath into your belly. So let this be a cleansing breath. Just remove any attachments that are taking you away from the now. And I want you to imagine yourself sitting inside a movie theater. You're in a nice, big, gushy seat. You're super comfy. You have your popcorn and other snacks. You're so excited for this movie to start. And as the lights start to dim, I want you to notice your anticipation building for what you are about to see. And bring your eyes to the screen of the movie. And as the movie begins to play, what you're seeing is your life. You are seeing your life play, unfold, 
like screenshots, like just a movie flowing, showing you your life. Now just notice what you see. Notice each day going into the next. Notice the beginning of this year starting to unfold. Notice starting the year with your clear goals and intentions. You joined this challenge to start taking action to become who you want to be. You start doing it. And just notice how this all looks. Are you liking what you're seeing? Are you happy watching this replay? Are you satisfied and proud of the progress that you've made thus far? Or is there a part of you who isn't liking what she's seen? Are you noticing that maybe you've been doing some micro quits on yourself? You've lost a bit of sight of what you wanted to do at the beginning of this year. Maybe you're seeing that you've abandoned your goals and falling back into habits that are keeping you from being where you want to be. Now, I want you just to take a pause and just notice what you like and what you don't like. And just note it. Just let it land. Don't judge it. And I want you to breathe into this truth and resist any temptation to judge what's coming up. Do not shame yourself. Do not beat yourself up. Just be here with your truth. This is your moment to check in with yourself and get honest about where you're at right now. This is your safe space to focus and align. This is your time to decide if you like how things are going or to decide if it's time to do something different. So just pause, let this truth land. And now I want you to imagine yourself going back to the movie screen and I want you to imagine you're seeing yourself already living your best life. What does that look like? Imagine all of the goals that you set at the beginning of this year, whether it's losing weight, making more money, having more time, being a present parent, loving yourself in your own skin, finally working on yourself, whatever goal it is that you set. I want you to imagine this as your reality. Your best life is real. It is here right now. What does it look like and what does it feel like to be living your best life? And what is different about this reality versus the reality that you are living right now? Is there anything that needs to shift in order for your best life to become your reality? Just notice. Just note everything that's coming up and just sit with this. Just imagine your best life replaying in your mind. Sink into how good it feels to be the woman who gave herself her best life. Notice how much joy this brings you. Notice how fulfilled you feel. Notice how healthy you feel. Just sit with this for just a moment. Okay, I want you to take one big deep breath in and start to bring yourself back with this newfound awareness of where you're at and where you want to be. And let's take one more big deep breath together. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Welcome back, my beautiful friends. What did you see? I invite you to just pause this podcast for just a moment and just journal on what it is that came up during that visualization because your mind just offered you some very powerful snapshots about where you could be micro-quitting, where you could be going further, where you're already killing it, and where you want to just dial that up to a 10, right? So I want you to just reflect on this. 
because what we we can't change what we don't see. So you just gave yourself a really powerful gift by doing this quick visualization to see where you want to be, to see if that's where you're at now, to see if you're taking the right steps to get there, or if you need to make some pivots, if you need to make some adjustments to how things have been operating. So I want you to just take a moment and get crystal clear because the reasons why you will not have your best life, the reasons why you will get in your way of truly creating this reality for yourself are simple. It's because you're confused and there's a lack of clarity. So you don't know what you want. You don't know how to get there. You lack belief or trust, so you don't believe in what you want as being possible, and you lack trust that it will actually happen, and you doubt that it's enough. So you doubt that you're enough to actually make this happen, or you're stuck in a pattern of settling for less because you don't feel good enough or worthy of having more. So just notice if any of those potential blocks are what are standing in your way of being where you want to be and living your best life right now. Because the truth is that so many of us, every single year as adults, over almost 40% of us in the U.S. set out with New Year's resolutions every single year. We're like, okay, we're going to do this. And in the 18 to 34 demographic, it's even higher, 59% of us set out with the intention to change something about our life. Ironically, and this probably comes as no surprise, 48% of us set a goal of losing weight or making a health-related goal. So exercising more, getting in shape, whatever that might be. Now, the interesting part about these goals and resolutions is 23% of us quit in the first week and only 36% of us make it past the first month. I don't want you to fall into these statistics because the truth is 9% of us successfully keep up with our New Year's resolutions and goals that we set up at the beginning of the year. And I don't want you to be in that in that percentage that quits on herself, that has this strong vision. And next thing you know, a couple weeks into the year, your same excuses are holding you back. Your same limit, limiting beliefs are keeping you stuck. Your same doubts are keeping you playing small. Your same fears are keeping you running in the other direction of what you really want. I don't want that to be you. So if you don't like how things are progressing right now and you don't want to become a statistic to these, you know, the fall and New Year's resolutions, the graveyard of dreams where dreams just go to die every single year and you want to be the woman that finally does the damn thing, amazing. Let's change it because once again, you're in full control over your reality. And what I want to do in today's challenge is empower you to take full control over where you're at. So what I want to teach you is a very, very simple evaluation process that will help you remain in growth mode. And I love to live my life in the mode of growth and breakthroughs. So I'm constantly working on my personal and professional development because when I do this and I follow the simple evaluation, I always have my next step. There's never a reason why I can't figure out why things aren't working because I'm always looking into it. Every single week, I start my week off with, okay, How are things going? What is working? What is not working? And what do I want to do differently? And this three-step process is the same exact process that I used to use when I worked in beauty to evaluate the launches of the products that I developed. So we would do what I call postmortems and we would sit around the boardroom table and we would talk about, okay, when this product launched in Sephora, what worked? Okay, these are all the things, write it down. Okay, what didn't work? Here's all the things that we could have done different, right? Here's this didn't work. And then here's how we want to take these learnings and apply it next time. So that way, every single time you do this evaluation, and this is why I see so many coaches teach this process, is because it's simple and it always reveals your next step. So this simple questioning of what's working, what's not working, and what do you want to do different is always going to get you where you want to go. And by doing these simple evaluations, this is a guarantee that living your best life is not only going to happen, it's inevitable. So I want you to just sit with this identity for a second of I am the woman 
who lives her best life. Living my best life is inevitable. I am in full control over living my best life because all of these things are true. And the second that you decide to see them as true, that's when it all becomes inevitable, right? So you're one belief away from this being your reality. You're one decision away from this all being your reality. You've just got to get back in the driver's seat. So I want you to start with this simple evaluation. So first journal on what came up in the visualization because that's most likely going to reveal your block or where you want to go further with some things that are working. And then I want you to journal out what what is working about this year so far and in terms of you know correlating back to your goals, what is not working and what you want to do differently because that is what's going to get you there. And that combined with the simple three-step success up process to get whatever you want in your life that I offered you in week one of the challenge by defining it. So what do I truly desire and why? Creating your done energy of who would I be and what would my life be right now if it was already done? And then showing up by being it. So showing up as the version of you who already has it. Those three things mixed with this simple evaluation are your success guarantee. So I taught you in week one, the diva formula, and that's basically saying to yourself, okay, this is what I want to do and why. Then you visualize yourself going through that whole entire process and look at everything through the lens of it's already done. So you can create that done energy in your body. And then you go micro. So diva stands for define, visualize and action, right? So you go micro and then you imagine each day in 2024 in detail and how you want to feel each day and the actions that you're taking. This is inevitability, my friend. So doing evaluations, doing the visualizations, this is only going to set you up for further success. We do a lot of this in my one-to-one coaching. Some of my clients are like, oh my God, another evaluation, Elise. But then once they learn it, they're like, oh my God, I can't wait to evaluate because it changes the game. It gives you all of your power back. It puts you back in the driver's seat of your life. And evaluating in both your personal and professional life is critical because it's going to show you every single opportunity. It's going to show you, okay, this, you know, if you heard a SWOT analysis, so you can use that as your template, right? So SWOT stands for strengths, weakness, opportunities and threats. So you can sit down and do a SWOT analysis. For anybody who works in the corporate world, I'm sure that term is very familiar to you. So you can sit down and say, okay, this is where I'm killing it. These are all of my strengths. My weaknesses, ooh, I could be better at not doubting myself. Okay, I'm kind of getting in my own way here. Oops, I'm quitting on myself here. My opportunities are I need support to help myself get out of my own way. I need to lean in and ask for help because I've got too much on my plate, so I don't have time to actually do the work on myself. And your threats are, okay, if I don't make the time and I don't ask for help, then once again, my goals just stay my goals. They never become my reality. So you can sit down and do these simple evaluations for yourself. And I want to give you even more to work with because all this is going to do is help you get closer to finishing that goal and having this become your reality that much faster. And I think for a lot of us, we're afraid to dive into these type of evaluations because we're scared what we're going to see, right? We're scared to admit failure. We're scared to see maybe we're not doing well in a certain area. And I invite you to really let all of that go because this means nothing negative about you. It doesn't mean you're doing a bad job. It doesn't mean that you're failing. All we're doing with the evaluations is seeing what your opportunities are to do something different to get where you want to go. So I like to think of this as like, let's say you have a roadmap and you plan on taking a road trip and you're going to drive to New York and you start off on your road trip and maybe you don't like what you're seeing out the window. Maybe you're like, oh, I picked a really boring route and you pull over to the side of the road and you Google, okay, what is the most beautiful way to drive to New York? And now you find this beautiful route that's like, you know, here you're going through canyons with trees. The next thing you know, you're passing beautiful lakes and you're stopping to see these roadside attractions. But if you never would have stopped and said, hey, I don't like the way this is going. What's my other option? What can I do differently? You would have missed an opportunity to have the most beautiful road trip of your life. So there are a million ways to get to any destination. So if you don't like the way option one is going, 
cool, let's figure out a hundred other options to get you to your destination. This is what I love to do in coaching because for so many of us, we get stuck to this idea of like, oh, in order to win, this is the only way I can get there. This is the only strategy. And my job as a coach is to help you win at life and in business. So I'm like, wait, why are we only picking this one strategy? You have a hundred strategies that are available to you. Let's try them all. And you're going to find this million dollar strategy that's going to create more results than you ever could have imagined, right? And that type of stuff, just as a human, lights me up. I, you can hear the excitement as I'm talking about it because why would we pigeonhole ourselves? Why would we put ourselves into a box and say, oh, well, it's not working and I don't want to see another way to do it differently. No, let's have fun with this. Let's look at this as a, a fun challenge to see, okay, I don't like this part of it. I don't like who I'm being in this moment. I don't like these fears and these doubts and these insecurities that are keeping me stuck. Okay, how do I need to overcome this and have fun with it? Like people, when I tell them I coach on fears and doubts and limiting beliefs and insecurities, they're like, oh my God, that must be miserable. I'm like, what? This is so fun. Like I love taking a fun approach to fear, right? So let's look at this fear because truly the only way through fear is to move straight through it, right? So if we're going to disempower that fear, what are a million ways that we can have that are fun? to do this, that challenge you, that stretch you, that feel good. And yeah, while it might be scary, it might be a little bit uncomfortable. You are going to fall in love with who you have become on the other side of moving straight through that fear. That is one of my most gratifying parts of being a coach is seeing women find that courage, really dig deep and muster all of that energy needed to go straight through the fear. And then the celebrations that happen on the other side of that, like, oh my God, like that is one of the most rewarding, gratifying parts of this job because you're watching a woman say, I am bigger than my fear. I'm more powerful than my fear. And I'm going to rise above this. And no matter what stands in my way, I'm going to remove the limit. I'm going to remove the barrier. And I think that is one of the most powerful things you can ever do for yourself is to be that woman who finally steps into her power and says, you know what? I don't care what's standing in my way. I'm going to get it out of my way. I'm no longer going to be the one that's in my way. I'm no longer going to allow anything to stand in my way because I've got places to go. I've got things to do. I've got to fill my life's experience portfolio with rich, rewarding experiences. I've got to be healthy. I've got to live my best life, right? That is the vibe that I want you to step into. And if you need that support and you need a champion, come hire me as your coach and we will get you there because I'm not going to sit back and watch another woman just sit on the starting line, not knowing how to move forward. Once again, that's the whole purpose of doing this challenge, right? So let me give you some more questions to work with. So we've already done the visualization. We've done the simple three-step evaluation of what worked, what didn't work, and what you want to do different. And let's go even deeper into this. So I want you to give your life thus far in 2024, an overall rating on a scale of one to 10. So obviously one being low, 10 being high of just like 10, I'm killing it. I'm doing everything I said I wanted to do. And one is like, you know what? I've already abandoned all my dreams. I've already quit. I already forgot what I was even setting out to do. So where, and just looking at this through the lens of love and compassion, no judgment, no shaming, no beating yourself up, where are you at? Okay. And I want to know why you gave it that rating. So let's say you set out this year, with a goal to get in shape, to lose weight, to become your healthiest self. And you had every intention of going to the gym, let's say two or three times a week, you wanted to start working on your diet. And already in week three of the year, you're noticing you still have yet to make it to the gym. You're overthinking everything. You're talking yourself out of it. You're getting so overwhelmed that just the idea of then getting there just seems like too much. And then on top of it, you really haven't changed any eating habits. You're still doing fast food. You're still, you know, eating when you're feeling emotional and taking yourself 
yourself to the fridge every time you've had a bad day because you're eating to self-soothe. Like what does that actually look like, right? So let's say you rated yourself a five because that's where you want to be. So you still have the intention, you still want to get there, but you know you really haven't done the things that you wanted to do. And instead of actually getting up and doing them, you're sitting on the couch and you're beating yourself up and you're just trying to do whatever you can to check out. You're scrolling on Instagram more. Then you're seeing other people that are like, oh, well, they're doing it. Now you're beating yourself up because they're doing it and you're not, right? So I want you to just get honest with yourself about what it is that caused you to rate at that number. And then I want you to think about what needs to happen to be a 10. So is it actually following through with your plan to where you do get up and you go to the gym two to three times a week and you do start working on your eat triggers, right? Like what is whatever it is that's taking you to the fridge. Maybe you hire somebody to help you with that so you can understand why you're emotionally eating and how to stop. You start working with a nutritionist to help get your eating in check and they're giving you a meal plan to work with. It actually works for your body type. What needs to happen to be a 10? So this one question alone by just rating it has the potential to redirect you every single time and get you to a place where you know where you need to be to hold yourself accountable to get there. So I want you to put yourself back in your power and just see it, right? And I think about even for my year thus far, there's a few things that I said I was going to do in the month of January. So I would rate myself like a solid eight. And honestly, we traveled for most of the month of January. So coming home, we all ended up coming home sick. It took me about a week to get back going or to get going again. And I'm not beating myself up for that, but I'm not a 10 because I'm not where I want to be. But that's not a problem because I know exactly what I need to do to get to a 10 and to get myself back on track. But in all reality, I had to prioritize rest. Because if I didn't get myself better, if I didn't overcome the sickness that we all came home with, I couldn't show up for you. I couldn't show up for my clients. I couldn't show up to be a present mom. I couldn't show up to be a present wife. I couldn't lead my household, right? Couldn't lead my business. So I had to prioritize that. So that doesn't mean anything's going wrong. That just means life is happening. (laughs) Life hit me with a curveball of an illness. That is life. There's always going to be curveballs that come. So you want to get ahead of those. And when they do come, when you're in that mindset, it's not going to be a problem because you're going to be like, cool, we're just lifing again. Life is doing what life does best and hitting me with all the curveballs. And then you're just going to, you know, handle the curveball and you're going to continue on. And when you operate in this mode, that is where your confidence is going to multiply at the highest level because you're going to know nothing can take you out. Nothing can spin you out permanently. Nothing can take you away from your goals because you're just going to get back to it when you have the energy, when you're ready, right? It's okay to take a moment. It's okay to prioritize your health. I always say to people that we have different types of years, right? Some years are major personal growth years. Some years are major professional growth years. And that's okay. Some years will be both, right? But don't make it a problem when the curveballs come because all that's going to do is take you farther away from where you want to be because you're going to get lost in this mind drama story of, oh my God, nothing's working. Everything's going wrong. I have all these problems. And you're going to be like, I can't do it. I don't have the capacity, right? I don't want you to talk yourself out of your goals. I want you to talk yourself into your goals. (laughs) Okay. So that is the first question. Now, I want to know for this next step of the evaluation, how is it going with your does and does not list? So we talked about this in week one. So we talked about really getting conscious about the version of you who is living her best life. What does she do every day and what does she not do every day? So I want to give you a silly example of how this came up for me on our trip because in the way that I visualized this trip, I there's two things I want to share with you. So the first thing that I pictured for this trip is really just being in a place of calm and peace because on our last Caribbean adventure, it was our first trip after COVID. I was very overwhelmed being in the airport with all the people. I had yet to be in a space where there were that many people. I was just very freaked out. And then on top of it, it's like our flight was sold out. There was nowhere to sit. We were like sitting on the floor waiting for our flight. It was just, I felt like I was in a, you know, like a sardine in a can while I was on that plane and in the airport 
before, it was just very overwhelming for me. And so I set an intention for myself that I wanted to feel very calm, very peaceful, no matter what curveballs came on this trip. Because look, travel presents a ton of curveballs too. There's flight delays, there's cancellations, there's craziness that happens in the airports. There's a lot that happens when you travel. And I used to identify as a professional traveler because I was flying over 100,000 miles a year when I was working for Estee Lauder, but that is not my reality anymore. So I knew going into this, I was probably going to feel overwhelmed. There was probably going to feel, I was going to feel some anxiety and I wanted to make sure that I remedied that in real time. The second part of this was what I had talked to you about in terms of the visualization that I had been doing of visualizing myself in my healthiest body. I got to my goal weight the day before we left. I was literally 0.04 ounces away and I hit my goal the day before we left. I was like, oh my God, I did it. I had this huge celebration because I'd visualized myself walking down this very specific part of the beach in my swimsuit, just feeling like a million bucks. I saw that energy. I just knew who I wanted to be on this vacation, right? So bringing this back to the does and does not list. So I said to myself going into this trip, I am going to be the person who focuses on creating calm no matter what. I am going to be the person that feels incredible in my skin because I've worked so hard for this. And what I'm not going to do is feed my anxiety. I'm not going to feed any insecurities when I look in the mirror if I see something I don't like. I'm not going to worry about what anybody thinks about me walking down the beach in the swimsuit because I look freaking incredible. Like I just got very intentional about this. And it was so interesting because let me tell you what happened. So we were in the airport and our on our flight home, we were delayed. There were all sorts of crazy things that happened. We were sitting on the runway for like an hour and we had a connection in Dallas and we had to change terminals. We had to go pick up our luggage. We had to go through security again. We had to go through, you know, TSA screening. We had to go through customs. There was all this stuff that needed to happen. And I'm watching the time just dwindle and dwindle. And all I'm watching is my anxiety peak and spike and just go to crazy levels. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not healthy. Like I can't be a present mom for Micah in this moment if I'm consumed with this anxiety. I can't navigate us through the airport if I'm consumed with this anxiety. So how do I want to show up in this moment? I said to myself, I wasn't going to be this version of me. How do I want to be right now? So I asked myself a very powerful question. And this is the beautiful part about asking yourself really deliciously powerful questions is it helps you stay accountable for who you want to be and not slip back into habits that keep you away from being who you want to be. So my old habit would be have a full on meltdown in the airport, have a panic attack, be like, oh my God, I'm not going to make my next flight and have all this drama like, you know, freaking out running. Like I just, I know I don't run. I don't, I'm not that person that is ever going to run in an airport again. I made that commitment a, a couple years ago. I was like, no, 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 no. So I got really honest with myself and I was like, okay, if I knew with 100% certainty that I was going to make my connection with ease and I knew that my bags were going to get on the plane and I knew it was going to be a stress-free experience and it was guaranteed that that, that plane was going to be there waiting for me. How would I feel right now? And all I could think about is I'd feel calm and I'd feel peaceful and there would be no urgency to walk fast. There'd be no urgency to rush. There'd be no panic. There would be no frantic, like throwing the bags up here. Okay, Micah, hurry up. Like there would be none of that. I'd just be chill. I'd be walking, just walking, cruising through the airport. I'd stop and get a coffee. And I would just trust with 100% certainty that everything was going to work out. And in that moment, all of my anxiety went away. All of the panic went away. All of the fear of missing my next flight went away. And I just trusted. And I walked through the airport with so much calm and so much ease. And guess what ended up happening? It shifted the energy for my husband because he's like, okay, cool. We've got this. We've got this. And I held the space for that to be the reality, to just trust. And guess what happened? We got on the plane, no problem. Our bags made it just fine. Nothing went wrong. So in that moment, I held myself accountable via my does and does not list to be the version of me that had the calm, strong, 
stress-free experience. Okay, part two of this, while I'm walking on the beach. I noticed this interesting thing happening where my my brain was serving me up some hideous thoughts. It was like, you're 40, you're wearing this bikini, you just had a mom or you just had a baby and you're a mom now. Like, should you even be in this swimsuit? Like people are probably looking at your cellulite. And then I just stopped and I literally just stopped in the middle of the beach with all these people surrounding me. And I was like, no. I'm not doing this to myself. I am my best friend, not my worst enemy. I am not going to tear myself down because I've worked so hard for this beautiful body. This body right now is working so hard to keep me alive. This body is enjoying this incredible experience. This body created life and I am proud to be in the swimsuit right now and I could give a fuck what anybody on this beach thinks about me because if they do have a thought about me, it's only a a reflection of their thoughts about themselves. Their thoughts about me have nothing to do with me. Their thoughts about me do not define me. My thoughts about me define me. And I think I look amazing. I think I am worthy of wearing the swimsuit. I think I am incredible in the swimsuit and I'm going to hold myself with confidence. And you better believe I literally in that moment, my posture changed, my chest opened, my shoulders lifted, my head went up. And every single person I walked past at that resort on that beach was breaking their neck looking at me. It was like, who is that? She's important. She's somebody. Who is that? Do we need to know who she is? But it was my energy because I'm not going to tell myself a shitty story about how I look, about my experience, what I can or cannot do. That was my commitment to myself. So I held myself with confidence and it was so surreal because Mr. Soul Makeup took a picture of me. Oh, this makes me emotional thinking about it. But it was the me that I saw in my visualization. And this is the power of visualization, my friend, is that you can visualize who you want to be. And all you have to do is just take the steps to become her, like what we're doing in this challenge. And when I saw that picture, I was like, damn, Elise, I'm so proud of you. Because only I could do that for myself. Only I can lose the 40 pounds of baby weight. Only I could feel secure in that swimsuit. Only I could do that inner work on myself to match how I felt on the inside with how I looked on the outside outside. Only I could do that for myself and I did it. And I could see the effects of that work in the way I carried myself in that photo because that was what I pictured myself looking like as I just took strides down that beach, as I just glided down that beach fueled by confidence and belief in myself and just feeling so beautiful and so secure in my own skin, right? I could have sat there on that beach and indulged in a shitty story about, oh, I'm too old to wear the swimsuit. I'm a mom now. I shouldn't, you know, be dressing sexy, whatever. I could have indulged in the story of, oh my God, we're not going to make our next flight and our bags aren't going to make it and how, you know, we're going to be late and blah, blah, blah. Like I could have indulged in both those stories and both of those things would have ruined my trip. Why would I choose to do that to myself? Why would I choose to empower stories that make me feel terrible, that create panic and anxiety? Why would I not just choose stories that make me feel calm and confident? because you have the same opportunity to do that too. Every single one of us is in full control over the stories that we tell ourselves about our reality. And I want to use these two experiences as an example of how it actually looks to hold yourself accountable in the moment of saying, okay, I'm going to stay with the habit of being the person that panics in the airport and melts down, or I'm going to choose to be the person that steps into being a calm person and just trust that no matter what, everything's going to work out and I'm going to get where I need to be exactly as I'm supposed to. I could have been the person who stood on the beach and empowered insecurities instead of confidence, but I chose not to. I chose to say, you know what? Confident me does and confident me does not. So how is your does and does not list working? Is this helping you to stay accountable? Or did you already forget about this as a tool? Because if not, I want you to once again, go back to week one, because that's where we talk all about this as an exercise, because this is what's going to help you get into that done energy and hold yourself accountable as being the version of you who's already living her best life, which is how you collapse time to be the woman that just lives her best life that much faster. So 
I want you to think about that. And I want you, if you haven't done that exercise yet, just write down, like, let's say you want to have a better experience at work, but all you do right now is complain and gossip and you have a lot of negativity and you're surrounding yourself with other low vibe people who are miserable at work too. So I want you to say, okay, me who's happy at work does not spend my day complaining and gossiping and being negative and feeding the negativity. Instead, I do walk away when that type of behavior happens. I shut it down because not on my watch am I going to sit back and watch other women gossip about each other. I do, you know, hold myself accountable for who I am and holding a positive mindset and bringing that positivity to the team because I know I can be the leader of that. And my one influence in this, in this company could be bringing positivity to everybody because positivity is infectious, right? So write down who you want to be in that moment. If you had a goal to lose weight, and you know, okay, me who is in shape, she works out for 40 minutes a day and she does this five times a week and she loves going to a spin class and a yoga class and she loves going to a high intensity boot camp and a hot yoga, whatever it is. And she already books that ahead of time. So that way it's on her calendar. So it makes it that much, you know, that much harder to give up on herself because it's already calendared. She's already got the notification. It's already there. And on top of it, she invites her friends to go because she loves working in a group and that feels so much funner. So she has her accountability squad and then they all have a group text. So they talk about how good they feel afterwards, which gives her motivation and momentum to go to the next class, right? Like maybe those are the things that you do. And what you don't do is talk yourself out of going and decide to, okay, well, maybe I'm going to go have a glass of wine instead because I had a really hard day at work and over eating or working and eating clean just it feels too overwhelming. And instead, I'm just going to, you know, go have a glass of wine. And next thing you know, you're waking up hungover and then you're eating crappy food and you're beating yourself up because that's not what you really wanted to do. And you're struggling to get through the work next day because you don't have the energy, right? Like, Hold yourself accountable for seeing this version of me does and does not. Because when you can see that with clarity and then hold yourself accountable for doing or not doing the things, guess what's going to happen? Living your best life is going to be inevitable, right? Okay. The thing that is so important about this, and I want to go back to my experience on this trip. I could have totally killed the vibe of my trip. And this is what I see people doing is let's say you want to take a vacation so bad because things have just been crazy and you know you need to get away. But then all you do on vacation is bring all of that negativity, that misery, that dread, that doubt, that insecurity, that fear with you. And then you ruin your vacation. So you are in full control over the experience you have. So hold yourself accountable to being the person who in the moment does or does not do the thing. Okay. And if you need clarity on this, please send me a message on Instagram at your soul makeup, because I find this is a practice, right? Like it takes a second to understand how to actually implement this, how to do this. If you need any clarity, any support, any feedback, any, you know, anybody to answer your questions, please message me. This is why we were doing this work. You have me as your coach to help you through this. So don't feel alone in this. If what I'm saying is not making sense to you, ask for clarity, be the woman who leans in and ask for the support that she needs. Because once again, only you can do that for you. Okay. The next question that I want you to dive into, we have a couple more, is where have you micro quit on your goals? So I find a lot of us do these things called micro quits, which is let's say you have a goal to lose 25 pounds and you want to do it in three months. Well, week one, you already ate a lot. So you decided, okay, well, I'm just going to get myself past week one and I'll get back to it week two. Then week two comes and you know you want to work out three or four times a week and you know you want to eat these specific foods and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to have McDonald's first and I'll go to the gym tomorrow. And now all of a sudden you're starting to talk yourself out of doing the things that you know you want to do to get to your goal because it's easier. It feels more comfortable in the moment. So that's called micro quitting. So when we micro quit enough times, there's going to be a massive quit, which results in your goal not becoming your 
reality. So where are you micro quitting on yourself? Where are excuses blocking you from moving forward? Are you telling yourself, oh, I don't have time to do this. Oh, I don't have the money to do this. I don't have the support. I don't know if I can. Uh, Maybe you have already subscribed to the idea that I can't do this. I bit off more than I can chew. Maybe you're telling yourself, oh, I'm not good enough to do that. So why did I even try? Look at her over there and you're in compare and despair. Maybe you're overthinking it and avoiding making decisions that you need to make together and you're stuck in analysis paralysis, right? So what are the excuses that are blocking you from moving forward? And are there any fears, doubts, insecurities, or limiting beliefs that are standing in your way? Are you in a mindset of what if, right? And you're not answering the what ifs. That's the biggest thing about what if. What if will crawl and grow legs and crawl around your brain and terrorize your brain every single time. So if you have a what if, like what if this doesn't work out? What if I fail? What if I get it wrong? What if I embarrass myself? Answer it. Okay, so what if you embarrass yourself? What are you gonna do? What if you fail? What are you gonna do? If you're telling yourself a story, I'm not good enough, or you're saying I can't do it, or when I lose the weight, then I can do it, or when I get more experience, then I can do it, or when I have more support, then I can do it. Are you telling yourself a story of, oh, it's too late, I'm behind? Are you saying, I don't know, I don't know if I have what it takes, I don't know if I can do it, I don't know if I'm going to disappoint people, I don't know if I'm smart enough to do it, I don't know if I have enough energy to do it, right? All of these are blocks that you are in full control over removing right now. So if this limit, whether it's a fear, an excuse, a limiting belief, an insecurity, a doubt, if that limit is in your way, remove it. Hire support, right? Work with somebody like me. This is literally what I'm helping my clients do every single day is get these type of little shitty things that are standing in your way out of your way so you can go do the thing that you want to do, right? So ask for help. Have the hard conversation. Make the scary decision. Do the work on yourself. Don't be your own limit, Okay, so I want you to reflect on that. And then the final question that I have for you is what is the biggest opportunity that you have right now in front of you? And how can you take advantage of that? So if you know there's a vehicle that you can get into right now that is going to drive you to your destination, why are you not getting in that vehicle? If you know your vehicle to make more money is having a scary conversation with your boss and actually asking for the money and the promotion, Why are you not asking for it? What needs to happen to bravely do that, to be bold enough, to be the woman who asks for exactly what she wants? If you know that the vehicle to getting you to a point of health is making a doctor's appointment, working with a personal trainer and getting your eating in check, why are you not making those appointments to work with them? right? This is why we actually did book it week where we put action behind our goals. We didn't just talk about it. We are about it because that's what we do in my world. We're not just the women that sit here and say, oh, one day I'm going to do that. Oh, someday. Oh, I hope that could happen. Oh, I wish that could happen. No, all of those type of ways of thinking about it and living in that mindset is a surefire way to ensure your goals just remain goals, your dreams just remain dreams, and that they never become your reality, right? So, what are you, what opportunity is right there? Maybe you know somebody who professionally is already where you want to be. Maybe you want to start a business and maybe you know somebody in your network who's already created the success that you want to create. Why are you not scheduling an informational interview with them, a coffee date, or just reaching out to them and saying, Hey, can I pick your brain for a minute? Maybe you have somebody who in your family knows how to nanny and you need support to watch the kids so you can actually start working on your dreams. Okay, why are you not getting a quote from them? Why are you not saying, okay, in order to afford them, here's what I would need to create in terms of finances. Maybe you want to buy a house. Okay, are you pre-approved yet? Do you have money in a for a down payment? Do you have any savings plan already put into place? Are you looking at comps? Do you have a realtor, right? Like what are you doing to actually advance your goal and make it your reality? So I want you to think about... Do you have an opportunity 
right now that is in front of you to get you where you want to go that you are not taking advantage of because I encourage you if you know you have it why not reach out why not say hey this is what I want to do. Can you help me get there? You will be shocked how many people want to help you. I'm always blown away when I'm scared to ask somebody for help and then they come through as like a superhero and they offer me more help than I could have ever have imagined. And I'm like, God, there is so much good in this world. And it just reminds me of why human beings are so remarkable because there is, I don't think there's really ever been a time in life that I've asked for help from somebody who I really needed help from and they told me no. People always want to lean in. They want to support you. They want to see you succeed. So take advantage of of that opportunity. Be resourceful. Be proactive. Be the woman who does the damn thing. Okay. We've worked through a lot today. I'm like on my soapbox. I'm feeling all sorts of passionate about this. So please do not be your own limit. Do not subscribe to any shitty stories that are keeping you from being the woman that you want to be. I want you to do this work on yourself. So if you need the support, if you know, okay, it is time. I want to work on myself. I know it is that moment where I'm ready. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation about it. We can do a strategy session. And if you feel like I'm your right person, then definitely lean into that, right? Waiting only delays your results. So do not put more space in between you and your goals. If you have a resource, whether that's me, somebody else, another coach, a therapist, counselor, uh, somebody who is a professional, whatever it is that you want to do to help you advance your skills, lean into your people. Book the time, put the time on my calendar, put the time on their calendar to have the conversation to help you get where you want to be, right? It's just a conversation. And then for all of us, like for most of us who do coaching, we offer a free consult, right? So you can do that consult. And if you decide it's not a fit, all you get to do is say no and move on until you find your right person. It is a win-win. And you're going to learn things about yourself. You're going to start to manage navigating discomfort, right? You're going to start having powerful conversations and making powerful decisions. All this is, is a win win. So lean in, ask for the support that you need. And next week for our final challenge, we are going to be back to have a really powerful conversation about what life looks like and how painful it is when you quit on yourself. Because I don't ever want you to be the woman who quits on yourself. I don't ever want you to have to go through the pain of that. So we are going to get ahead of that. And I'm going to give you some strategies to ensure that is not how you handle this. All right. I love you so much. Remember to share this challenge with your girls. Keep me posted on your progress by tagging me on Instagram at your soul makeup so I can cheer you on in real time. And I'm so proud of you for doing this work on you. You were giving yourself such a beautiful gift. All right. See you next week. Oh, hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this helps you, I would love for you to share the gift of confidence with a friend because this is how we all grow. So share this with your girls, a coworker, a fellow mama, or your fam on social media because we all need support in our confidence journey. So sharing can help us heal, feel better, and take steps to grow now. Also, I'd love if you would drop your rating in. Ratings and reviews help me so much more than you realize. And if you found yourself listening today and thinking, I need professional support, I would love to invite you to join the CAN program where I will teach you how to take confident action now. If increased confidence is what you want, this is multiple months of dedicated you time where we will do the deep work on you to create your most confident self, both personally and professionally. Because once you know how to generate the feeling of confidence from the inside out, the possibilities become endless and your results become inevitable. This is the most valuable investment you will ever making yourself. And I cannot wait to see who you become on the other side of doing this work on you. So visit me at soulmakeup.com to learn more or come be my bestie on Instagram. You can find me at your soul makeup. See you next time.